What's your favorite? Don't. God, that's awful. Favorite? Awful. Awful. Welcome to your favorite film is awful, the weekly podcast where we normally invite a guest on to defend their favorite <laughs> film against negative reviews. Yes. As always, I'm Luke, new and improved in this new 2020. Yeah, boy. And with me as always, it's Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? I'm magic, mate. I'm fucking magic, sunshine. Yay. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> How you been? How's your new year? Did you get drunk? I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I did too. <laughs> but yeah, how you been? Have you have you done anything interesting? Watched any good films this year? This year, <laughs> I have some watched some 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 bangers, some disappointing. I feel like overall, this year has let me down blockbuster wise. And by this year, of course, we mean twenty nineteen because we've not seen sorry, many yes. films of twenty twenty yes. yet. And the original films, all the smaller stuff, has been really good for me personally. Yeah. Like, okay, so obviously you've seen on the title, this is going to be like a 2019 wrap-up. It's yep. what we're we thinking, like a top 10 lists? Yep. I think we should go for our top 10 of 2019. 2019. Okay, but before yep. we get into it, just want to, you know, remind the folk at home, we've not seen every film that came out this year. Yeah. Uh, I can state that... I have a list of every yeah, film I haven't seen. I, I had a look through it and I've watched about... 48 films that were released in 2019 nice. which it's pretty good that's good for that's, you that's really that's, good that's nearly one a week in cinema so that's like really good i think i've i think i'm not far i think i'm 55 i've seen this year but i'm missing some movies should i list off the movies that we that haven't been released over here yet yeah sure um, why not yeah, yeah. that we oh, haven't to seen specify the because of course we do these ahead of time yep we've got new year coming up What's the date today? It's the 20... 21st. Yeah, so it's the 21st today. So anything that's been released from 21st of December 2019 mm -hmm. to when this episode comes out isn't going to be mentioned because we haven't seen we that haven't film. Seen it, but there's not much that comes out really now. I've, I've not seen know. Cats. And oh, that's true. Yesterday, that's very true. So. That is very true. Yeah, I just want to clarify a few films I haven't seen or have missed that I really want to get see or hasn't actually come out in the UK yet. Um, so Uncut Gems is one of them, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, The Lighthouse, A Hidden Life, Beach Bum, Queen and Slim, Frozen 2, The Souvenir, Honey Boy, Little Woman, 1917, The Report, The Farewell, Monos, High Life and The Art of Self-Defense are all the films I haven't seen. So just bear in mind, these will not be in my list for the year. Okay, for a second um, I thought you meant like films been that had been released elsewhere, but hadn't been released. There was a, there was a mix, was like, there was a mix wait, there. Frozen 2, I've seen there that. Was a mix. <laughs> there was a mix there, yeah, okay, uh, of okay. everything I hadn't seen. Just to clarify why it's not in my list, just in case people get angry at me. Fair enough. <laughs> from from my point of view, I've seen 48, I've, like 100 right. come out minimum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like four films can come out a day, and I've seen 48 of those Pretty good, so, man. like, I apologize if I've not seen your film and it's not on either of our lists, but you know, it's not your film. fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person listening made some of them, do you reckon? Well, we never do you know. Terence Malick's like, damn it, why haven't they watched A Hidden Life yet? <laughs> he listens every week, do you reckon? Every, every single week. <laughs> uh, I think he came Tony in. Dream. <laughs> okay, so how are we doing this? Are we going to do, like. I think we should do 10. My 10, then your 10. Okay, and back, that way. Back, back and forth. forth it. It, yeah. Okay. Oh, first of all, before we do that, should we oh. do honourable mentions? Yes, that's a good... Uh, honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. <laughs> so, my honourable mentions, so these won't be in my top 10, but they were close, were Ready or Not, really liked Ready or Not, Crawl, First Love, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Booksmart, Feedback, and Ford vs. Ferrari. There in my honourable mentions. Okay. Uh, my honourable mentions will be Le Mans 66, which is Ford versus Ferrari. Yep. And uh, Crawl. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Like, like, nah, I, I love just... that I gave loads. I just... I, 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 it pains me. I just want these films to 
you know people to watch them. That's why I said them. The thing is, like, I could They're give great. honorable mentions to the majority of the forty-eight. Yeah, that I watched. yeah the top there's part. only like a handful or two handful that I'm like, don't, yeah. don't bother with that one. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so number ten. Okay, number ten is I spoke about it on the podcast already. It's a film I see at Fright Fest. It's quite a small film, and I'm quite happy it's on my top ten because I don't think it's something that people are really talking about. But Bliss. Uh, oh, that was the vampire drug vampire addiction drug one. Addiction one. Uh, I really, really like this movie. I need to rewatch it actually. Um, since it's in the cinema, but there was this, the the feeling I had watching it and the the sort of it gave me exploitation cinema feels. But I don't know, like practical effects, super gory and violent. Like it's, it's like a trip. I felt like I was on drugs, <laughs> like watching it. But also, I think it's a really interesting take on sort of. Uh, vampires and addiction i know it's, that's a common thing but i thought i really liked the aspect and also the whole and the, the of it, it's, it's also about the process of creativity as well it's a, a lady who's trying to create a painting um but struggling with motivation or inspiration if you will but yeah yeah it, it sounds bizarre i know it's bizarre it's crazy it's fucking mental but i really 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 enjoyed it so yeah that's my number 10 luke what is your Number 10. Okay, so coming in hot at number 10. It's it's on the list, so it fucking made it. Yep. And that is Child's Play. Child's Play. You love that movie. I need to watch it, man. Mark Hamill doing the voice of Chucky, having a whale time. The doll is like, it's believable is the issue, I feel. It's like, got that, this could happen. Yeah. Which, of course, the original Child's Play had the whole spirit and voodoo magic and what have you. This one, because it is more artificial in technology, it's like, it's, yeah, it it's could more... be possible. Oh, so it's like Toy Soldiers. <laughs> a little is bit. Is it Toy Soldiers? Yeah. Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Like, That's it's cool. not far off. Small Soldiers is great. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's a good, good little fun time, little horror thing. And as I said way back when I first mentioned it, I watched it with two people who are awful with horror films. <laughs> not engaged and at it, all. Up to my ante, because I was like, <laughs> yeah, this bit, because it's always good to just have some people jumping at the scary bits. <laughs> so, next one, number nine, what you got? Number nine, number nine is, I don't know why I sung that, honestly. I'm actually just buying time because um, my letterbox is not loading up, <laughs> which is where I keep my list. This is why you should write things down, like Luke has. Yeah, I've got a nice little, uh, well, I've got my notebook in front of me with it all written down. Yeah, this one, when you watch it, it gives you 24 hours to live. But 23 of those hours was already gone. It's Dolomite is my name. I'm fucking up, motherfuckers. It's my game. Uh, I love this movie. You know how to get to my heart if you make a movie about making movies. Uh, it always, it, you always win me over. They always do if they're good. I just really liked it. Was something, it was a different version of that for me. I... I'd seen that film before and I'd never researched about it and to see this, how it was made, just, it's made me love the movie. Even though before I was like, this is just funny, like, cause it's like, so like, silly, isn't it? Like, but the heart behind it, the, the man that is Dolomite <laughs> is just, is an inspiration. And I, and it, honestly, it made me well up towards the end. And, you know, if a film gives me that kind of emotion, it's, get, it's getting on the list, mate. It's got to be on the list. I loved it. I really, really loved it. It's really well written. And it's just really funny, charming, just made me happy, you know? Real feel-good movie for me. So, yeah, that's my uh, number nine. Luke, what is your number nine? I keep, every time I say Luke, I want to say, like, join me. <laughs> like, just, just do some Darth Vader shit. Go on, number nine. Okay, so, in the 1990s, yes. two franchises came out that were about monsters and technology. One of those was Digimon. The other mm. was Pokemon. Yeah. As the years have gone, many a game have come out, many a series have mm. been done, many an animated film have been mm. made. But in 2019, yeah. we got our live-action Pokemon movie in Detective Pikachu. And I love it. And it was really good for what it was. <laughs> oh my, I, can't, I'm just, I can't believe it's in your top 10. This is, this, is, this is why I love Luke, though. Is, uh, this is why I, like, I love our dynamic on the podcast. Because <laughs> you're out of me, you know... I guess the pretentious film student. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Now the yeah, the one who you know, loves films and cinema, and Luke has this pure, innocent view of films, and I and I love it. 
Um, and Detective Pikachu, please tell Detective us why Pikachu it's your number nine. It's great. It's got it's it's a it's a who done it kind of. Mm. It's a detective <laughs> noir but with Pokemon. It was like ah, oh, and they all look so good. They look so good. Did you look at them? I mean, Did the CGI was very impressive. Yeah, mate, it was top notch. They really good. Top notch. And it, like, sure, everything could have been better. A lot of the films that I've watched could have been better. However, for what it was, a film based on a Nintendo game. Yeah. Well, not even a film based on a Nintendo DS game, Detective Pikachu by the same name. It was just, it was lovely. It was a nice little romp. And it was fun to be in this world where Pokemon exist. Even with that twist ending, you... Even with everything... (laughs) Number nine. It's on the list. I like it. Okay, I like that it's you good put times. that in. Okay. I wasn't a fan myself, but I like that you put it in. Oh, well, you're going to enjoy number eight. <laughs> oh, no. So, number oh, no. eight, what's yours? My number eight. I've got to probably be on about it for so long, and eventually I got you to watch it. It's David Robert Mitchell's Under the Silver Lake. That came out this year? That came... Well, it was supposed to be released in 2018. And it got pushed back till March 2019. Um, so it came out in 2019, March, yes. So technically, I'm counting it as 2019 because it came out in fucking March, right? So if it got released in Cannes, I think it got 2018, I think, I'm not sure. But it didn't get released to okay, the public. That, that's why It didn't it's... get released to the public until 2019. So uh, Okay, okay. That's I'm, why it's, I'm taking that's that. That's why I've missed it from my list because I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Would these... you have put it in, interestingly? Oh no! I mean, it's not in my twenty, in my forty-eight other films. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know, like, yeah, yeah. Of course, because it says twenty-eighteen everywhere. It would be all twenty-eighteen. Yeah, it didn't get released properly until twenty nineteen. So I'm counting it. Um, and I love that movie. So, Under the Silver Lake, David Robert Mitchell, Lake. Andrew Garfield. Is uh, we've come, we've had, a, you know, me and Andrew Garfield, we've come a long way. Wasn't a fan of him as the Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Liked him in Social Network thought he was good in Hacksaw Ridge thought he was good in Silence and then Under the Silver Lake for me I was like okay no I like this guy this is he gets it for me and yeah I, I love I really like this movie I mean, I've, I think I've spoken about it quite a lot on the podcast but I think it's a uh, and off the podcast and off the podcast yeah <laughs> it's a real um, sort of modern day Hitchcock sort of homage to like rear window and vertigo but also also feeling very modern contemporary um has a lot to say about hollywood and the sexism in hollywood and how hollywood treats sort of female characters and also male characters like there's scenes in it where he hits a scene that you would see in a romantic comedy that's super creepy if you really thought about it. This movie plays it the same way, but shows how creepy it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I really like that. I really like that aspect of it. I, really, I think it has a lot to say about the sort of generation that we live in in terms of people looking deeply into things to find meaning that might always not necessarily be there. Yeah, I really like this movie a lot. The way it's shot, everything. Yeah, one of, yeah, my number eight. But Luke, I don't like this face you're pulling. Scaring me. What is your... um? Because this is what makes me sad. You want to know what makes me sad? What makes you sad? I mean, I've just thought about it. I've just realised that Once in Hollywood was in your honourable mentions. But Detective Pikachu made your top ten. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're gonna, we're, we've got number eight now. So Luke, tell me your number eight. <laughs> I mentioned but a moment ago that you are not going to like this. <laughs> For you did not like the film. You called it pretentious. You said that it was acting as if it had more to say than it did. And to that I oh, said... Oh, I've just realised this hit me. That you were the one that was looking into it too much, like you say about so many of the reviewers. <laughs> For number eight... Is Joker. Oh my god, yeah. Because it was great. Because at its base level, it is just about a man losing his mind. And yes, it's it's one of those that Joker's one of those weird ones where I watched the film and I was like, fuck, yeah, that's a great film. 
sure the ideas have been done elsewhere, maybe better, maybe worse, but the culmination of it, I just loved. And then Todd Phillips kept talking and it oh, slowly yeah. degraded in my head. So I like when I was writing this list, I had to just yeah. think about the film on its own. Ah, you saw it, yeah, that's fair. And mate, I had a smile on my face for the majority of the film. Not because it was funny, or yeah. but just because I was so happy with what was being depicted for this character. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. Okay. It's a good film. I appreciate that. It's number eight. It's, I appreciate it's that. It's on the list. I think it's very well shot. It is very well yeah. shot. I like the dancing. The music is very good as well. The music is great. Yes, I'm not a big fan. But uh, that's fair. I appreciate you, your opinion. Thank you. I do. I understand why people like this movie. I do. Like, I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like some films. <laughs> but, sorry, I'm going to shout out Lucas. I'm sorry. But no, positivity. Positivity. Yes, I appreciate that. That's good. Number seven. Okay. Number seven is the best action film to come out this year, in my opinion. It is John Wick Chapter 3. I um, knew that film would be on your list. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I really like John Wick Chapter 3. I know it goes completely bonkers and mental with its, uh, you know, set pieces and sometimes its story at times, but I think the action is phenomenal. Some of the best action I've seen in a very long time. The stunt choreography is incredible. It is a fucking tragedy not even a tragedy it's disgusting that the stunt performers were not given anything but somehow the irishman like i mean i mean i like the irishman a lot but the stunts in i don't remember there being stunts really um in in the irishman i mean compared to john wick where there's people fighting with horses and oh, yeah, dogs and they, it, they would have insane. to pull out all the stops for the irishman to have yeah. More stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's another. There's another view on, on the list as well. It's not just the Irishman that I was shot, but that got picked over it. But I think I'm just saying that just because I want to think about. But um, yeah, the um, I mean, I was blown away by it. I really, really liked it. I think it's steps out. I think it's it's my personal favorite. I think of the three. Maybe one's still tighter. Um, the start, the tightest of the of the three. But I really like Carrot. This one builds up on that a bit more, and I think the set pieces are so good that i just I, you know it's pure action cinema for me um yeah it's all it's all set up so that in john wick 4 we can all find out that john wick is actually the reincarnation of neo and that's why they're coming out on the same day yes this is what we were talking about <laughs> this is our, our mind loose conspiracy theory you know it, it makes we, sense uh... <laughs> he, he he died i mean Morph- th- yeah. things happen in matrix 3 that you don't know about and then he comes well back. well Okay, spoilers. For, no, there's no spoilers on Matrix Three because everyone's seen it. If you haven't seen it, I, I know, right? So, also, it is interesting, isn't it, that she's dead, right? That she gets killed. Yeah. What's her face? Yeah. And Trinity. his wife's dead. Yeah, mate. It yeah. all starts yeah. to link up a little bit. He's like nut job. We're like that. It's literally that Charlie Day image, isn't it? Where he's got the, <laughs> the strings behind him. But what if though? We're right. What if they do an M Night Shyamalan? I mean, that's because they're both in. Why are they coming on the same day? And it's the same. The director for John Wick is the stunt coordinator for the Matrix movie. So it's like. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's got to be this something. Is, that- why are they going out the same day? Surely they speak. They've even. Oh no. They definitely do. They're gonna definitely gonna be working on it because he's. I think he mentioned that he's he's talking to them. Um, it's gonna be so because if they're they not connected, then that day just surely becomes Keanu Reeves Day. Yeah, yeah. But it would be weird for me because if they're friends, why would they? Surely they'd be able to say to the studio, "Can we not release it that day?" Because we both we don't want to ruin yeah, the box office. You're gonna be in direct competition. But I think with it's because yourself. you won't be able to see one without the other. Yeah. What if they do that? Like you have to see like not. Not that you necessarily need to see... I reckon it'll be something like... It won't be a direct sequel or something. But it'll be like... Something that happens in John Wick 4 will spoil what happens in Matrix or and vice versa. So you have to see... What if? Or something. <laughs> what <laughs> so everyone, if? People are just switching off right now. Like these nut jobs. Okay, very quickly. <laughs> what go. if... like the characters in John Wick 4 start doing like some really weird... like There's no motivation that you can tell why they're doing stuff. But in... Matrix 4 is because the newest version of Tank is on the fucking speaker being like, hey, you need to do this, otherwise yeah. you're going to fucking die. <laughs> That's so funny. 
That's so funny. Yeah, because it, it's, it's weird that... As soon as one of them pull out a flip phone, we all know... It it's just the- makes sense as well, because he can... he Obviously, it makes sense that he can just murder all these people, like, and he just mulls through all these people. Yeah. It's because he believes. He believes. He believes. There is no spoon. It's all in the Matrix. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all non-player characters. It's annoying, because <laughs> it's one of those things where I can't tell if... I think it would be genius if they did that, or... If I would hate it and think it's stupid, I can't tell because I do like obviously that they're separate things. I just think it would be crazy, wouldn't it, if they did it? It'd be an interesting spin. But I don't, I love that we're acting like it's gonna happen. But then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Stranger things Strange, have happened. Stranger things have happened. We, we got an unbreakable sequel without us knowing. This is true. Um. So, yeah. So Luke, what would be your number seven? Of the top films of 2019. Okay, so my number seven Mm -hmm. is also, strangely, my number three of its kind. Okay. And that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, okay. Which, of course, as we all know and all acknowledge Mm -hmm. and all accept, is below Spider-Man 2 and below Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. And it it sits there happily in its bronze podium position. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, um... We all accept I, um, and we're all happy. I, uh, could, could, could maybe... Put an argument. We're so all one. happy. <laughs> anyway. That comes in at a close four. <laughs> okay. It just got knocked off the podium. It's very unhappy about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed it. I really liked what they did with the Mysterio. I like that he's walking mm-hmm. around in a, in a fucking... Mo-cap, mocap suit. suit. Yeah, that's really cool. I like the way that they played with that character. It's a bit Jake of a shame. Jake Gyllenhaal is great. It's a little bit of a shame that it was another Tony Stark villain rather than a Spider-Man villain, but it was great what we got. I love the bit on the bridge. Of course, no spoilers, but when he has to rely on his other abilities rather than just webbing, mm-hmm. it was great. It was a good time. It was good fun. And that's why it's number seven. Yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> you, you're looking around. I think because I can actually... No, no, no. I, I, no, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Mm. I, do you know what though? I did actually forget about that. It's all, it's it's in my top fifty of the year. It's in the top. 50. Uh, it's somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. Okay, so oh, solid. Coming in then at number six, what what is in sixth place for Mister Charlie? In sixth place, a movie that I'm surprised by that some people have sort of didn't connect with it at all. And some people that I really opinions I really liked as well, which I'm I'm shocked by. But I think it's a fucking phenomenal movie. Um, Ad Astra, uh, I really like Ad Astra. Uh, really, I really do. Um, yeah. I really like the father son aspect of it, of coming to realize that your heroes are like you and your father. You know, are you know they're they're not the people you think they are as you grow up, sort of thing. And I really like the idea of this kind of, he's meeting his maker, he, but he goes all the way through space to do it. Like, I just, it's, uh, I, I love that. And I love the whole message behind it. I liked the fact that it made me realize I don't really want to go to space. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be cool, but it looks dark and miserable. Um, and it felt like a proper journey, but paced brilliantly. Brad Pitt was fantastic in it. It's a proper sort of sci-fi adventure, almost. Yeah, I really, really like that movie. And it's an original film as well. I just, yeah, big, massive fan of uh, Ad Astra. Uh, what, did, what did you, uh, oh, was it, have we got, is it on your list at all? Or do you want to do a spoil, no spoilers, I guess. No spoilers. I, can, I can spoil, because okay. it's not in my Numbers. top ten, okay. and it didn't get a nominable mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, wasn't a big fan, right? I, w- I wasn't a massive fan of yeah, that yeah. film. Yeah, um, I understood it. I could I could get behind why people would like it. Yeah. It just it wasn't for me. Fair. Fair enough. Um so yeah, um that was my number six, Ad Astra, James Gray. I need to watch uh, Lost City of Z. I've been dying to watch that. Because the 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 McDermid, Ian McDermott's in it. The Palpatine himself. Oh, okay. Charlie Hunnam's in it, Robert Patterson's in it. I really want to watch that. Um, yeah, I haven't got around to it yet. I th- that was last year, though, I think. I come out. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, what is your number six, Luke? So, another one that I doubt you've watched, 
Mm. But another one that I have mentioned. This on is a the this is a great top ten. I'm enjoying how different they are. Yes, that is good. It's good because I was a bit boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be weird. Also, it'd be a bit freaky if we both pulled out the same yeah. top ten list. No. Like forty eight films for me, fifty five, fifty three, fifty five. Yeah, fifty five for you. Yeah, it'd be weird if we both picked the same films. Even weirder if they're in the same order. Yep. So my number six is Steven Universe, the movie. Oh yeah, you. I've heard nothing but good things, that's, and that's rightly so. Go on, because everyone that has said negative things has been killed. No one can say a <laughs> negative word about <laughs> oh, the film. That's why. Like that's, that's how we boost up the numbers. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's the message and the antagonist, and like I, I, oh, I don't want to spoil things. But it's it's one of those antagonists that you can understand. Like you you it's happened eight out of ten people this has happened to. And this is just like the ne- the worst way possible that you could react to it. Mm. And it's just so good. And then the songs are great. Things could have been better, things could have been worse, as always. With the the majority of this list could have been better or worse. <laughs> but the fact that Steven Universe as a show and then this movie as well. And now with its continued series with Steven Universe Future. Mm-hmm. It just, it's great. It's really good TV for, for young adults. Which we didn't get a lot of when when we were growing up. We got, we had some weird TV shows. Like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, Dexter's, Like, what lessons Dexter's were being lab. taught? Powerpuff Girls. Like... Which are really SpongeBob, mate? They're all great shows. They are great shows. But Steven Universe, I feel like every third episode, you're learning a lesson. Like it's teaching, but it's not like sitting you down like educational TV. Sit down, listen, learn. It's like you watch it, and inside you're going, "That's the message. I feel better. It's good times." And it's just ah, oh, the film is great. The series is great. Everyone should give it a watch. Okay. Oh, maybe I opinion. should. Yeah. Like, even if you give it a watch and then think it's bad, then... Can I watch the movie without watching anything else? So, the movie, I feel you could. It okay. sets up enough. It gives, like, a bit of backstory so for thing. each character. But it's is it one of those things where it's like, you can watch it on its own, but it's enhanced by watching the yes. show? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's enhanced. So, it will... In, like, the opening number, it gives each of the main players, like, a little bit of a, a song... As like a hindsight, it's like this character used to be like this, now it's like this. This character used to be like that, now it's like this. Mm. So when things transpire, you can carry on and enjoy the ride, but it is enhanced if you'd seen the rest of the show. But yeah, so that's my number six. It's a musical number, and it was great. So now we're into the top five. This is where things get a bit harder to nail down and go, this is better than this, I guess. Yeah, I feel like mine gets a bit obvious from here. If you know Charlie... But like it gets a bit obvious from now on. Okay, we'll, um, we'll see how well I actually know you then. Yeah. Um, so what is coming in at number five? So at number five is Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Uh, this has been a very controversial movie, hasn't it? It's been a... I wouldn't know. I've not seen it. It's like three and a half hours long. Every time <laughs> yeah, I sit on down Twitter, on Netflix, I'm like, guess, nah. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. That's what in the cinema? Um, That's fair. Had to. Had yeah, to. I can understand. It's like it's like the type of film films. I want to... You know, it's not like a three hour and 30 movie... On Netflix is not what I really want to do. I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna rewatch it, but um, seeing the cinema is the place for me. It's like an it's an epic. So I love this movie because I think it's the flip side to Scorsese's Goodfellas. To me, it doesn't glamorize the life at all. It shows you. I mean, Goodfellas is is fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I love it for that reason. Goodfellas doesn't treat the viewer like it doesn't give you like an opinion you should have. It just shows you the story. Does that make sense? Like. It obviously shows you that they do bad things and that he gets his comeuppance sort of thing in the end. But what I liked about the Irishman for me was it shows the the, the nasty, the the horrible side, the lack of loyalty, the betrayal, the hypocrisy, the sad loneliness of being a gangster that I just thought was fantastic. And maybe we have seen that before, but I think we've not quite seen it feel as real before than we have in the Irishman truly you see a man go from his sort of heights to the most the most pathetic state 
and I fucking loved it. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Uh, and Scorsese just creates tension in some moments that I just, you know, are, are incredible. So yeah, also it was just great to see the boys back, you know, Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, like fucking Harvey Cattell, like, ah, oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. I understand that something's not for everyone, but um, I was a massive fan and I felt like it was only a film that Scorsese could make at the age he is now and the maturity, well, mature, well, not maturity, I don't really like using that word, but do you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, he has that perspective on life that a young person I don't think could necessarily make this film. But yeah, so the number five for me, The Irishman, double down on it. <laughs> Luke, what is your number five, mate? So we're stepping now into the unknown. Number five is Frozen 2. That was a joke. I made a joke because the band <laughs> song is Into the Unknown. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. That flew by me, I'm afraid. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I mean, but, the, but people at home found that hilarious. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm sure they're cackling, mate. I'm sure yeah, they're yeah, falling yeah, off their yeah, chairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that awful, awful pun. Brilliant. I really enjoyed Frozen 2. It oh, it was, is actually Frozen 2? Yeah, Frozen 2 is, is oh, okay. number five, yeah. I genuinely enjoyed it quite a bit. It, I need to watch it, man. I understand... Well, no, fuck you, listener, if you think that there should have been an, a main antagonist. Why do people... Why... That's... You're looking at me as if you don't know. So there I don't know because I haven't seen it. Okay. I have no idea. Slight spoiler. There isn't a main antagonist to Frozen okay. 2. But that's... A lot of people's big gripe is there isn't a main antagonist. Mm-hmm. But why? Why does there need to be a main antagonist? Why can't we just have a film? There are so many different genres. So and is the antagonist themselves then, almost? No. I'm confused what the conflict is. What's the conflict in this movie? So the conflict, it, it's, it's not really it. about conflict. It's about trying to, like, find out, Elsa wants to find out who she is. And, like, it's, it's well, I'm sure there's, there's themselves. trouble along the way. There's trouble along the way. Don't get me wrong. It's not, like, all easy yeah. streets. It's not pop down to the library, look at the yeah. family history. Like, but there isn't, like, a bad guy. Okay. And people don't like that. And to those people, I say, fuck you. Because <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't need, like, I get why you'd want an antagonist. You want to watch it. You, you should. I know. It's Christmas, maybe I can. Not, although we did establish in the last episode, it's not a Christmas movie. No, no, no. Uh, Frozen I, should 2. Watch I don't it. think Frozen. No, Frozen 2 isn't a Christmas film. Because yeah. they have... One of those mini episodes, like the short film, which is a Christmas film. Oh, nice. I think it's Olaf's Frozen Adventures, the Christmas one. <laughs> oh, um. But yeah, no, Frozen 2. Yes, there's some bad bits and some bits which we've seen before. The core concept is very much like Avatar The Last Airbender. But the songs are nice and it was a good time. And that's why it comes in at number five. In fairness, it is very close between... Frozen 2 and Steven Universe. And okay. also, I just want to say now, and I'm going to repeat it at the end, cool. no one can ever hold me to this list because I refuse to say this exact same list again in the future. <laughs> this <laughs> is changes. the list I it have changes. brought. This is not the list that will be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, if you think about it, like, if once we've seen The Lighthouse, Jojo Rabbit, Uncut Gems, I'm pretty sure. Things Parasite, I'm sure. I haven't seen them, but it sounds like they're they're at my alley. So Exactly. I'm so sure things are. will change. But number four, what is for you? Number four is another film I've not stopped speaking about all year. And I get it's, and not, it's not for everyone, but I fucking love this movie. And I think it's one of the best horrors in, of the decade. It is Jordan Peele's Us. Can can I can I just jump in as well? Because yeah. um, do you know how we were like? Oh, it'd be so weird. If... No. Yeah. Number, number four, four is us. It's us. Yeah. We nice. both put number four. Us. Nice. Us number four. Go on. Let, let's both. Let's, give let's some, both just. It's yeah. both just uh, give some love to this film because oh, it is great. It's a good. It's a time. great movie. It's a. It's great fun. It's scary in places. It's tense. It's creepy. There's great characters, which I I find is usually my problem with horror movies sometimes. I love horror movies. I'm a massive horror fan, but it's the characters. I, You know, give me characters I care about and I'm going to be more afraid when there's, you know, about to be murdered, you know. Um, I really like this. I really like the premise. I love the concept itself. I think there's some really fun jokes. There's some great set pieces. I think Jordan Peele stepped up as a director. Um, I think I like to get out a lot. And people are really going to hate me for saying this, but I think I prefer Us just because I think Get Out's a more important film and I love Get Out, but I think it's very much a first 
feature for me where it's kind of TV in places in terms of the way it's shot and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say... Or directed it, or... It's... Get Out is way more focused. Yes. It has a singular issue that it's dealing with and is exploring and playing with while us, it's way more vague. You can look into different things more. You can... Like, I don't think everyone came away with the same thinking when they came out of us. I see you mean Everyone came yeah. out of Get Out going, yep, those fucking great. white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true. Uh, yeah, I love Get Out, but yeah, I love it a lot. Um, I mean, Jordan Peele's one of my very excited for whatever he makes and us for me was the step up for him as a director i i know people you know are not a big fan of the twist and stuff in the movie i initially wasn't sure about it i now really like it i get he kind of jumps some screenwriting hoops a bit in places but i just i just love it it's a great time and i think he's created some iconic horror icon you know horror yeah with the you know, repeat and the, the ongoos, yeah it's uh Overall, it's, it's, I think it's iconic immediately. Yeah, so really I see good. it already as... To me, uh, it's an instant classic already. I really, really, really like this movie. Yeah. Yeah, same. I really like the character work. I like how the others react to themselves. Yep. And how after one of them wins, how the the remaining character continues. Like with the with the family in the, the house that own the boat, mm-hmm. but not our main They're family. Great. Yeah, that family is great because all of them, after the attack, they act differently, but in ways that make sense with what we've heard about the characters earlier in the film. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to dance around. Yeah, to not spoil, right? (laughs) But yeah, no. uh, Yeah, yeah, really great fun. It was a good time. It's a good time. Iconic music. Mm, Yeah. Really good. Which is weird. Yeah, because I like that they mixed a song that we've known for years. And then gave it like a orchestra to it and made it like its own thing almost. And now I can't, I can't listen to that song and not think of us. Like, and that's fucking, that's important. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the how stuff. you know films have yeah. influence over it, us. That's like, that's how, you know, you know, Tarantino does it with his music and the Guardians films. Like there's certain songs you, or, you know, there's loads of examples like, you know, we can go on forever, but where you just can't, you can't not think of that scene when that music plays. Yeah, and that's one of them. Big, big fan of us. Yeah. So, so we've both got number four. Us. Both have the same number four. How it happened? I, I can understand. There are a couple of films that I know that we both agreed were really good. So I yeah. can imagine there's going to be a, at least... I wonder what your number one is. There's going to be at least one more film that's on both of our lists. Yes. And we've only have three thoughts left. Yeah, there definitely is. I think we've both talked about the same one. Yeah. So, um, what is your number three? My number three got my heart this year. So, this this is like my... these The top three you could have alternated for me. Like, they could be... You could put them in any, any position, like, for me. Like, they, it was hard for me to even pick them in, put them in a position, to be fair. But... My number three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Mr. Quentin Tarantino. I love that I always say Mr. T- Mr. It makes me laugh. I don't know why I do it. Uh, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> um, I fucking adore this movie. So it's it's It was like it was made for me. It's a movie about movies starring Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio as stuntmen that have a bromance. I'm all about the bromance, you know? And... Uh, everything about this movie. I mean, it's been spoken about. I just, I, I adore this movie so, so, so much. It's a love letter to Hollywood. It's a, if you're a film fan, this is, this is your, your wet dream, <laughs> I guess. Um, I think the characters are fantastic. I really like how Tarantino deals with the murders. I think he does it tastefully, in my opinion. I know Luke's hovering his mouth there. Uh, <laughs> sealed. Um, the character, I just, I just, everything about this movie, the characters, the tension, the ranch scene, the, um, the finale, like, the, 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 the conversation he has with the little girl, I just, like, there's so many things in this film that sort of just c- connect with me personally, and things I think about, or things, you know, I see myself in the characters or things I wish I was, was in myself in the characters, meaning Brad Pitt, <laughs> just Brad Pitt, look full stop, uh, or Cliff Booth, shall I say? 
Clifford and Rick Dalton again. I think I think the common thread for me in this top four is the iconic already in these top four. I think this year I think we've been really lucky, and I can't really say this often in having some instant classics. I think, and I think I think Us is one, and I think Once Some Hollywood's an instant classic. I think it's a movie that as soon as it come out, it's like this is this is something we haven't seen before and it's so Tarantino no one else could have made this movie yeah I mean I'm probably gonna you know kick myself after this for not being able to gush over it but you know when you're so attached to something sometimes you can't articulate with words how much you like it yeah um, it, it just connects with me and this could on it this honestly could be my number one but yeah so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my number three favorite film of 2019 Luke, what is your number three? We're getting close now, mate. We're getting we're getting close yeah. to the end. I know. So my number three is not a classic. A classic. A classic. A classic. It's not a classic. It is not a classic. <laughs> but you love it, and that's but what I, matters. I know? had a better time. Uh, spoiler alert! Because um, we've only got three places left. I I feel I need to just. Just rip your fucking heart out and say, "Once upon a time" is neither on my top ten list. <laughs> well, you did mention it. Guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was cut that bit. Yes, unfortunately. Um, no, no, quite fortunately. But my number three. Quite fortunately, <laughs> he's not a fan of feet. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you, yucky, yeah, yeah. yucky. Oh, no. Those are me for walking, not for <laughs> for liking. <laughs> Charlie, are you ready? I'm ready, mate. What's your number three? Or not? Hey, hey, my did I mention that my honourable mentions, didn't I? Yes. I did. I really like really like, yeah. Ready or Not was great. It is one of my favourite films of 2019. I, I preluded by saying that it's not going to be a classic. And it's not going to... Like, so many films say, have come out. I could out. see it being a cult classic. I, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. It could yeah. be a cult classic. The idea of a bride. The, like, it's just the, the image is still burned into my brain. I agree. Which is kind of Kill Bill-esque, which is a bride true. wearing yeah. a belt of bullets, holding a shotgun. It's a cosplay outfit. Ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. It's great. That's it's what I like great. about the ones we just mentioned is I feel like there's the Halloween costumes. Us. Once in <laughs> yeah, Hollywood. Ready or not. Like, they're all great Halloween costumes. There we go. Hey, and Joker. Joker was on that. Yeah, but you know. We always get Jokers every Halloween. We always Halloween. get Jokers, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and ready or not. I just... I loved the idea of it. I loved the concept of this, this hide and seek. It was basically just hide and seek, but it it wasn't like a Bloomhouse hide and seek, mm. which would have like done the whole truth or dare thing. Yeah, which... yeah. Bloomhouse is either oh, great, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they're either fantastic or you watch it going the fuck. <laughs> they take the risks. That's why I love them. And the, exactly, and that's why they've got to be applauded. And you got to watch their films, ready or not. However. I feel as soon as the concept was done, as soon as the opening scene had been done, you were you were in and you were ready to watch this film. You're ready, mate. And it, it was just <laughs> fucking great. It was a great time. It was a great time. And and like all fucking seven of the previous films, I really want to gush, but I also don't want to spoil because I want you listeners to, yeah. to go watch this film if you haven't. And I don't know all the names of actors and directors because I don't care for that. I care for the, 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 the film that I watched. <laughs> yep. And it was just great. It was wonderful to see the actors do acting. And then the <laughs> end was, it was a bit weird, but it was still great. great. It was still so <laughs> yeah, good. And lots of blood and lots of killing and lots of fun. <laughs> no, and it's a really good want. fun, isn't it? This one. I think it's like, it's a proper, straight up, it is what it is on the tin. Great fun. Action-esque horror. Thriller. Yeah. So good. Really good So fucking good. So, Um, number three, ready or not. Ready or not. So, coming in, silver place. I don't know why I'm looking. I'm going to check my list like I don't know. (laughs) Silver place, number two. Number two, I'm going to quote a tweet I see. I can't remember the guy who tweeted it. I'm so sorry, but... It made me laugh a lot. The guy, <laughs> this movie, he described it as the Black Panther for divorced kids. <laughs> the fuck? It's for for divorced ch- children. Yes, it's the Black Panther for divorced children, which made me laugh a lot. Marriage Story. I fucking love this movie. I've never laughed so much in a film, and also cried. Ever, I've never. Mm, I say that. I don't mind actually. Make me cry. But it was a different kind of cry. Exactly. Like it, exactly. that was a happy cry. I cry usually at happy things. 
I don't usually cry at sad things, but I boy, do I cry at some sad things in this. This is um, this is one of those for me that I've heard lots about, and I need to see it. I think you'll really like it because it's some of the best acting. It's the hundred. I, I, for me personally, I think they both should get Oscars for it. I've not seen a better performance this year. Uh, maybe Lupita Nyong'o and us. Um, I mean, and Brad Pitt and DiCaprio. What about uh, Babu Freak? Babu Freak, definitely. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, I'm Babu Freak! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's definitely not in my list. Uh, that film is definitely maybe my bottom list, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I'm joking anyway. So, no, 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 all positivity. All positivity. I'm a Jedi. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Come on. All right, okay. Um, so, number two, Marriage Story. Adam Driver, mate. Adam Driver. The year, 2019, the year of Adam Driver. I mean, he's, he's great. He, he's great in everything anyway, but he's phenomenal. Scott Johansson's... F- in, she's incredible. She's so good in it. To the point where there's scenes where I'm looking at her and it looks like she's coming up with the argument as the character in the movie whilst arguing with Adam Driver like in the film. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so like even though she's obviously reading off a script, it feels so natural that she's coming up with the argument herself. And Adam Driver does that as well. And it's I can't tell if it's the dialogue, the direction, or just their performance. But it's it's they, it's just them. Like I just it's incredible. Noah Bowenback has has nailed it. I think it's his best movie. Um I honestly I love this so much. I think it's sad, it's funny, it's beautiful it's horrific times almost like it's hard to watch at times um it's everything like you kind of want from a film i feel like i just yeah i can't say anything i can't say any more good things about it uh, but it personally connected with me as well like you said <laughs> children. oh god that's so funny so yeah marriage story my number two but luke we're getting close mate we're getting very close number two Number two. Of the year, 2019. Of the year, 2019. Second place, Silver Podium. So, a, a little bit of background. Uh, this, the director of this film, yeah. uh, released a film as part of a long-running franchise, <laughs> which was met with a very, very mixed reception, to the point where some fans thought that he completely ruined yeah. the franchise, and that the film that was released should be written out of that universe completely and should never exist and that gentleman's name was ryan johnson and the film is knives out fantastic number two it was amazing it was a whodunit but not whodunit like you expect a whodunit to be done daniel craig was amazing i i'm gonna throw out a a, is it your number one because you haven't said your number one yet which is it your number one? Yes or well, no? Well, I guess you've guessed it. It um, is. Spoilers. All right, ruined it. What's <laughs> one of those? I don't want to gush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have okay, to yeah, leave you nothing point. to gush okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, well, might well go for my number one then. My number yeah, one. Well, your, your number one, my number two. Is Knives Out. We've got out. a pee and a poo. <laughs> <laughs> you right, mate? Yeah, well, uh, we've said number two so many times. Somebody's got to make the joke. Fair enough, fair enough. Knives Out. Knives Out. I think. So good. I mean, I'm one of the, as you know. Everyone listening, uh, I am a Last Jedi lover, and I love Ryan Johnson. I've loved all of his movies. I love him as a human being. He seems like a great person. I've actually met him. Um, he's a lovely guy, and I I can't say enough about this film. For me, I, again, it states it's it's a it's a big ensemble cast in a Who Done It movie in 2019, and it's an original film. It's not based on anything, and it it. It almost feels like a miracle nowadays, and it shouldn't feel that way. It's sad, but yeah, because this year we got a lot of films as part of big franchises, yeah, and very few originals. So it's but it's really good that both of us have quite a few original in ideas our top 10. that in our in our top ten. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's just crazy, you know, that we, there's an ensemble cast of these high, big, expensive actors. In this original st- mystery, murder mystery, murder like it's, mystery. it's it, it's fucking it's fucking brilliant. I love how he plays with he plays with the genre. I like how he turns it from a who done it to a why done it to a who done it to and he plays around with things. 
yeah, I'm trying not to give away too much, yeah, but cause yeah, I think exactly. everyone it's, it's needs really to, to. I think everyone should see the films, all the films we've mentioned. To be fair, and make your own decisions. I think all of these are, you know, worth watching. I, I guess. Yeah, that uh, one. Can <laughs> come back no, afterwards we'll and go, hey, Charlie, Luke, you're wrong or you're right. Luke, I just watched Detective Pikachu. How the fuck was that on your list? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For example, yeah, for I mean, example, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, you, you know, you could watch Ad Astra and be like me and go, yeah, Charlie, exactly. how the fuck is that on your exactly, list? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or you could, you know, come back and be like, oh. One of you, I can't thank you for exactly recommending this. I hope, uh, hopefully, Charlie, hopefully. thank you for recommending yet again that I should watch Marriage Story. All oh, right, yes, hopefully, yeah. yeah, hopefully, you'll like that. But yeah, Knives Out, phenomenal. Everyone's got their A game. Daniel Craig's fantastic, like Heath Stanfield, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Chris Evans. It goes on. Anna Deramaris, she's fantastic. Uh, I'm just. I yeah, I fucking adore this movie. I've seen it three times in the cinema, and I could see it again. Honestly, yeah, that, um, that's why it's it's up there. It's it's so tightly written. Everything gets so called good. back. Everything. Yeah. The opening shot is ref is called back to should I say in the last shot you see. Yeah, trying to spoil. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all very. Uh, it's just. It's like, great. Everything. If, if is I hadn't seen so tight, yeah. If, if the film at number one wasn't number one, Knives Out would yeah, be. I'm really one. curious to know what your number one is now. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if I can figure it out. Um, but yeah, Knives Out. Knives Out number two. Johnson. Charlie's number one. But Luke, what is your number one? Should I try and guess it? Guess. Guess. I think I know. Is it Avengers Endgame? Is it not? No. Fuck! What the fuck is it? Is it Toy Story 4? It's not Toy Story 4. What the 4. <laughs> Number one. I probably haven't seen it then, have I? You've not. What have you loved this year? Uh, I don't know. Was it? Well, it's funny you should ask, Charlie, because you have mentioned the film during this episode. Uh, it is one of the many films that has been released in America in 2019, but oh, won't be released shit. in the UK know. until 2020, very early 2020. And that is... Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Because it is so fucking good. I can't believe I haven't seen it and you have. This is a <laughs> torture. Uh, <laughs> and it's your number one. It's oh my, my number God. one. It's, it's, so, as with my favorite film, yep. there is a an element of, like, if both films were in front of me, which film would I rewatch first? And I would rewatch Jojo Rabbit before I watch Knives Out. Oh well, yeah, that's, that's I think that's a fair way to look at it. And it's it's so it's nice. It's got a nice level of like heartwarming to it, but also like because it it's Nazi Germany. Like you shouldn't yeah. feel heartwarmed. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be loving these characters and well, the majority of these characters, but but you do. And it's so funny. Taika Waititi is Adolf is great. <laughs> He's He's, he brings man, such a he? comedic element to what is a terrifying bad man. Um, it's just great. It's so nice. It's great. It's great. It's great. God, I'm so jealous. And like th- this is extra harsh because like I, I, I'm trying to be I'm like probably gonna love this it is well, number yeah. one. <laughs> I'm trying to be like this is my number one re- film. And you're looking at me like, well, no, all the fans will be listening like, oh, yeah, why? And I'm like, I can't tell you because Charlie's not seen <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't spoil it for Charlie. That would no. be mean. No. But no, it's so good. There's, so, there's nice little callbacks. There's nice little heartfelt moments, mm-hmm. the emotional journey. And like, you can understand why people are doing things. And it's just, it's great. Everyone's bringing in great performances. And like... Two of the main performances are children, for Christ's sake, and, and they're still bringing it. And you're like, yeah, fucking do it. Because this isn't no Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin. Like, it's he's good for the time, but you look back and go, obviously, child actor. You could have, yeah, yeah. like, these kids, you're like, yeah, nah, shit, you're doing, you're doing a good job there, yeah. kid. Yeah. A plus. Oh man, I really need to see. It's so good. That and I saw oh, it this that. year, which is when it's so gonna be counted. That, the lighthouse, and and uncut gems. Uncut gems, I think, is the one I'm really, 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 really want to see. 
Um, it's killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> At that, no, sorry, sorry. Uncut Gems and Parasite are my big, 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 big ones. I'm, I really need to see. And the Lighthouse as well, and Jojo. Oh, they're, they're just them. Them Those four. are the ones I really, 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 really need to see. And what's funny is, um, like, there's a potential where all four of them become part of the top ten. I know. That I, honestly, I could that's see how it. life is. I could hundred percent see that. And I'm. Oh, I really need to see it. But yeah. So, do, do you do you want to really quickly run through ten to one, and then yep. we'll call it a night. Yep. Right. So to run me through Charlie's top films of 2019. At number 10, Bliss. At number 9, Dolomite is My Name. At number 8, Under the Silver Lake. At number 7, John Wick Chapter 3. At number 6, Ad Astra. At number 5, The Irishman. At number 4, Us. At number 3, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At number 2, Marriage Story. And number 1, Knives Out. Amazing. And listener, if you really enjoyed hearing... Charlie, count backwards from 10. Yep. You're in for a treat because I'm about to do the same thing. <laughs> so, 10, Child's Play. 9, Detective Pikachu. 8, Joker. 7, Spider-Man Far From Home. 6, Steven Universe, the movie. 5, Frozen 2. 4, Us. 3, Ready or Not. 2, Knives Out. 1, Jojo Rabbit. It was oh, good. good. All we of those it. films I would happily rewatch right now. We did it. 2019. 2019. It was a time... To be alive. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Also, yep, blockbusters the, let me down, but the the original films really pulled in for me yeah. this year. It, it was, uh, and it was the year of goodbyes as well, wasn't it? It was the year of so goodbyes. many franchises to, were like cool. Peace out. We're done. <laughs> no. Nope, yep. Definitely. So, Luke, before we go, I want to ask you, what is your most anticipated movie of twenty twenty? I have no idea. Really? I I don't know what's even coming out next year. It's fucking Sonic, I guess. Fair. I have no idea what's coming out next year. Fair. Other than Sonic, my boy. Your boy Sonic. My boy Sonic. I wish Did you they hear kept... that Tom Hooper was going to pull a Sonic on his... Um... Yeah, Julie mentioned to us in the other episode. Sorry, I'm repeating myself. Yeah. Well, my anticipated, if you, want to, if you care is uh is um i mean i'm probably gonna keep myself but from the top of my head it's excluding the movies that are supposed to be this year that we haven't seen yet christopher nolan's tenet and edgar wright's last night in soho are the two i am very very excited for um i'm probably gonna keep myself off that mind remember any others but they're the ones that are in my head at the moment so yeah, yeah I can hear you there. My big assignments for the year. Do you know what? I have a question as well. Go on. It's, it's a hard-hitting question. Go on, it's, mate. It's, it's going to knock you off your toes. Go on. So New Year just, just went past. We're, yep. we're five days into 2020. Mm-hmm. What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, okay. That's sweet, isn't it? Like, what, what are you hoping for 2020? Mm. All right, we'll get personal. We'll let the viewers know a bit more about us. And Not I'll too say, personal. Not too personal. And I'll say my big thing for next year is i want to finish the script i'm currently writing and shoot it and have it done before the middle of the year that's that's my goal yeah so that's my big big one for me trying to think of anything else really that's That's my big one really that's my main focus i'm putting all it all my chips there and also getting back to jujitsu again you know i'm in i've been injured haven't I, Mr. Luke? You're, you're physically not allowed to do Jesus. I can. No, but like once I've got my, no, but like getting my injury sorted. Oh, right. Is that going to take less than the year? Yeah, they reckon, okay. um, you reckon it's maybe January, so. That's soon. Uh, that's my aim as well, getting back into my training again. Um, but my priority is my, my film first, so um, the other stuff comes after. But Luke, what is your, uh, what's your resolution, man? Let, let me paint you a mental picture. It is the number 2020. It's underlined. It's in a nice mm-hmm. black crayon, I guess, because it's on a white paper. Yep. That's how it works. And then in all different colors of crayon is it, just the massive word change. Change, okay. Change is my word for 2020. You just want to wanna sort I, yourself I just wanna, out. Is yeah, I want to mix things up. I've been I living like a bit comfortably. And I want like to shake it up a bit. That's good. First, so step, time to, first step's understanding that. 
Exactly. It's time to play outside of my comfort zone for a little bit. I'm going to push you. I'm going to make sure you do. Please don't. I might die. <laughs> let, let me no. take those steps. <laughs> do the same to me. Oh, also, I need to be more organized, as Luke knows. Oh, my so God. Luke actually got me a planner, a weekly planner for Christmas. I'm... I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of expecting you to lose it before we meet <laughs> I'm up worried. again. I'm not going to lie, because it's like really small. I was here. <laughs> what wow. I love there is you looked everywhere else in the <laughs> room. in front of me. Except for directly in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Um, yeah. So other than that as well, for the podcast, we want to we wanna, yeah. start some stuff up. We wanna, See what happens. Like yeah. mix it up. Big old change. It's big all part change. of the change. Yeah, we're thinking about doing some big, big changes. Hopefully, hopefully, um, stepping for, the game up for good nor bad. Things will change. Yep. Charlie, for those at home who also want to tell us their top ten list and potentially their New Year's resolutions, where could they do that? What are our socials for the people? They can find us on Twitter at Faith Film Was Awful. They can find us on Facebook. Your favorite film was awful, and Instagram. Your favorite film was awful. You can also find us on YouTube. Your favorite film was awful. Please feel free to message us on Twitter, Instagram, direct messages. We we always try to respond all the time. So please do that. We love, we love hearing from you guys. So Yeah, and honestly, 2019 has been such a mixed bag of films. Like, I genuinely want to know what some people's are. Like, 100%. I, I would know, love to know that, actually. Please tweet there, us. There are so many films that we've both watched that aren't on either of our lists. And you know someone out there has got a list of... Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Jumanji Next Level, The Terminator Dark Fate, Dora the Explorer. There were so many films. Yeah. So, th- And How to Train Your Dragon 3, because that came yeah. out this year and all. Yeah, I'd love to know, guys. So please message us with your, your top tens. Also, I would love to know as well, because we obviously... I'm going to take on Luke's New Year's resolution of change, and we would like for you guys to... If there's certain aspects of the show that you particularly like, or things that you dislike, or things that you feel like we can improve on, please, 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 please message us. We would love to hear it because um, it's just always nice to hear feedback. And so we, we constantly just want to improve, really. And that's the best way to... Exactly. It, so. And if we've just told you that we want to change things up and mix cool. the stuff up, then you don't want the stuff that you actually like to disappear. Exactly. So you can tell us it's your fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if no one has said it to you already, seeing as we're five days in, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And bye bye Ta-ta.